put you under. Some people, some people get so so used to um, playing the blame game that they can't move forward. They, they have a uh, they are. Well, this person, where they bring me down here, but they won't they won't put me in the right place. Well, they won't do this. They won't do that. Okay, enough with the excuses and enough with the complaining. Well, what you gonna do? You wanna be made whole? Will you be made whole? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God says, uh, to recover is to return to a normal state of health." In your mind and your strength, I wanna uh, I wanna backtrack a moment. Uh, you you we have to see what you uh, call normal. Dysfunction is not normal. Hallelujah! We said I'm still talking about recovery and healing, but uh, first of all, you gotta confront some stuff. Just because you got some folk in your life. I know by the Holy Spirit that's uh, trying to hold you, trying to make you think, uh, hold you halted, uh, 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 blind your vision, or uh, keep you in a state of impotence, or keep you in a state of no vitality, because they, they're trying to make you think that their normal, which is this dysfunction, is your normal. But that's not, that's, that's not okay. Dysfunction is not normal, and some 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 people, some of you, may they're so used to uh, chaos and dysfunction that they 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 just coined it as being their normal. Ah, uh-uh, the devil is a liar. God says he wants you to recover. He wants to restore you in your mind, your health, and your strength. And you operating in dysfunction will hold you back. In, your, in, in those three areas. God says he wants to bring recovery to you. He wants you to recover. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what you got to do is you got to, okay, you got to see God in, uh, uh, in prayer. You got to see God in, in the word. What is my normal? God may be trying to give you a new normal. That means that he might be cutting off some old folk that, uh, then there's a part of your life of uh, 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 old people, places, and things that don't need to be a part of your life so that you can have a new normal. Hallelujah. If, if you are, if he wants to uh, break you away from that dysfunction, hallelujah. Dysfunction is not okay. Hallelujah. Dysfunction is not okay. Hallelujah. So, he says, um, after he after he says to the man, he says, rise up and take up your bed and walk. The Bible says, and immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. It's just that simple. God wants to recover you. He wants he wants you to recover you in your mind before he wants to recover you. Before he, he talked about recover things to you, and most of the time we rejoice over him recovering things to us, and we still jacked up in the mind, hallelujah, in our health, hallelujah, 
in, in our strength. We here recover the stuff. The stuff get recovered to us, but we can't hold on to it because we don't have no strength. We want to stay in dysfunction. Hallelujah. Which uh, which uh, it causes uh, impotence to inhabit, blindness to inhabit, haughtiness to inhabit, and to be with it to be in, be inhabited. God say, ah, uh, He wants to be, He wants to recover you. Back to a normal state, a normal state in your health first, in your mind, and in your strength. God is restored now. By the Spirit, He's restored now. Even as I speak to your, He will restore health to you. You've been fighting a long time. Fighting with dysfunction, fighting with dysfunctional situations, fighting, trying, just trying to stay strong, trying to stay alive in situations that were not ordained for you. It's not your normal. It's not normal. God is restoring your strength. Hallelujah. Even now, as I speak, hallelujah, you're trying to, uh, think it, you, you're worried, you, you're scared, you, you, uh, you, uh, Feel inadequate, trying to move forward, keep trying to move forward and get dead. The enemy looks like he's pulling your two, two steps behind. God's restoring strength to you. you you're thinking that, uh, this shutdown was a curse, but God can God, God used it. He didn't say it, but he used it to shut down, to restore your strength, hallelujah, to restore your mind, thank you, Jesus, and to restore your health to you, hallelujah, so that you can move forward, hallelujah, recover in those three areas, and you can be fruitful. You had enough with the seasons that you didn't have no fruit. Enough with the seasons that you haven't had where you can't produce anything. Hallelujah, because you've been in a broken state. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've been in a broken state. You can't move forward because you've been in a dysfunctional state. But the Lord rebukes you. The Lord rebukes the enemy in his hand off of you so you can flow free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've been doing a series uh, at my church on uh, on expansion, which means that uh, and, and in that in that teaching, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, talks uh, talks about how He will restore your range. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. And I was studying today, and the Holy Spirit uh, be, began to talk to me about uh, restoring your stride back. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. All of that comes as He recovers you. Hallelujah. You when He recovers your mind, your health. And your strength, then you can move forward. He recovers you from being uh, uh, not able, uh, not successful, not not having power or strength. Uh, he recovers your your vision. He recovers you. He recovers your vision. Hallelujah! When you have lack of vision, he'll breathe on you. And you'll start to dream again. You'll have vision again. Hallelujah. You'll be able to see clearly. Because some people see it clear. I mean, some people see it, but they're not seeing clearly. You'll be able to see clearly again. Hallelujah, says the Holy Spirit. He says, when you were saw, 
and paralyzed because you were so scared, so didn't know which direction to go. He said, I'll, uh, I'll restore I'll restore you and I'll, I'll recover you from being halted. You won't be halted. You won't be stalled anymore. But you uh, have lack of moving forward. You'll be able to move forward. And uh, he wants to recover so that you can get your vitality back. Hallelujah. You won't be restricted. Hallelujah. These are promises for you, promises from the Lord for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, I, I just want to share this message. I believe it's a message of healing. This message of healing to each and everyone that's listening. Under the up, up, up under the the sound of my voice, I want to share this with you to let you know that regardless of, of the times and regardless of what's happening, God's desire is to desire for you is to recover you. Hallelujah! And before He recover a thing, Hallelujah! Before He recover, everybody want money. Before He recover money, I tell you, Hallelujah! Before he recover uh, a dream or vision to you, he wants to recover you as an individual first. And when he recovers you, then he ain't, he ain't got the word about him recovering it. You can handle it after that. Hallelujah. I just wanted to bless you. I want with this word, I wanted to encourage you with this word. Uh, Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. And I thank you for your for for the people that are, are listening. And I thank you for uh, Mr. Emmanuel. But recover him also, Lord. Recover and Lord from the inside out, Lord Jesus, in every area. In Jesus' name, uh, I want to turn it back over into the hand of Mr. Barbe. All thank right. You so much. No problem. Still, uh, can you please stay on the line for me? I sure will. All right. Now, um, before I um, say a brief prayer, can you please tell my listeners where they can find you so that they can, you know, um, follow you either on Facebook. Also, if you have um, a ministry website. Uh, yes. Um, my, you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, I'm Overseer Tammy. That's T-A-M-M-I-E. Trailer, not Taylor, trailer with an R. Uh, uh, you can uh, follow me on there, usually, uh, yeah, and it will link you into my uh, private pages. Uh, my ministry website is www.wordofdeliverancebr.weebly.com. That's word of deliverance dot weebly I'm sorry, word of deliverance br dot weebly dot com. Hey, hey man. Now whenever um you feel led to come back on the show, you're more than welcome to do so. Oh, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, I just want to say that um sermon that you just shared that that's um i really i really uh feel that because i have been experiencing a lot of um 
you know, I've been reaching out to a lot of people and all that stuff, you know, um, but I want qualified people to, you know, work with me, you know what I'm saying? But, um, unfortunately I wasn't able to find, um, the right type of people to actually work with me. Um, it's not that I'm dependent on people because some, I understand that, you know, uh, some people say, some of my critics say that, oh, you're just dependent on people. But I have to flip the script to them and let them understand that um, uh, this vision that I got, that God has given me is bigger than myself. And also in the book of um, Nehemiah, he didn't build that wall of Jerusalem by himself. You know, he had qualified um, bricklayers, engineers and architects, you know, to help him build to help him build that wall. So like that guy that with, um, the person that you were speaking about that was um, waiting um, near that pool for um, 38, 38 years, that's that's a mighty long time. I've been pushing my vision for the past 28 years. Wow. Yeah. And so anyhow, you know, I, the Lord, after 15 years, the Lord laid on my heart, write the vision and make it plain according to the book of Habakkuk. So I've done that. And so, yeah. you know, I got my uh, book out there and things like that. But, you know, it's not, you know, really selling like I thought it would. And and also, um, you know, I have a lot of um, attacks, you know, with my Facebook um, page. This is my second Facebook page. And now I'm being attacked again. You know, hackers are trying to shut me down. But Satan is a lie. He is a liar. He, he, he's a lie. And now the Lord put in my heart to turn my... Um, book into a film and so that's what i'm doing tomorrow evening you know i'm trying to encourage everyone that's interested you know to participate on my um my podcast and you know you're also welcome to be to uh participate if you like if if you have the time okay but um but um what i am going to do is that you know i'm going to you know share um with everybody about the vision about the uh the film and I want to go in detail with that tomorrow. And then, you know, I have at least right now, uh, I currently have 25 people that's interested in being on my panel. So I want to give everybody an opportunity that's going to be on there to, you know, talk about the film. And then I'm opening it up for everyone that's on my friends list to participate. But, uh, yes, yeah, Satan is a lie. Uh, and also this is another setback about this coronavirus. You know, it had to uh, take place when I was trying to do my um you know, my film. So I'm like, oh, yeah. wow. But yeah, Satan is a lie. You know, yeah. once this once this uh, virus clears up, you know, I'm still going to go forward and, you know, I'm going to stay focused. And I'm only going to network with people that's interested and that's, you know, on a um, on one accord with me because I don't have time to be um, trying to talk to people that just don't care. Now, I know that once I start making money, everybody's going to want to come out the woodwork and want to um, be a part of this but, you know, I, I'm going to ask them, hey, where were you for the past 28 years? So I'm not I'm not on here to be popular. I'm here to, the, the, like the name of this um, podcast, Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos, starting here in Chicago. God gave, me a pos yes, God gave me a positive vision. No churches in Chicago is willing to work with me. No, um, I'm going to say, quote, unquote, black um Establish black organization is willing to work with me. They keep saying, uh, just keep up the good work. So I, I'm using my time wisely, you know, on the, the social media to, you know, broadcast, you know, the vision. And um, 
make it plain and trying to, you know, recruit people. But I'm, I'm trusting the Lord most of, most of all, you know, that he will um, allow it to come to pass in my lifetime. Because that's what um, the enemy wants me to think, oh, you know, uh, this ain't going to take, you know, um, it's not going to turn into putation. Um, and then some of my... Um, Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening we have a special guest, um, Evangelist Sophania Lamore. So without further delay, here she is. Good evening, everyone. Praise the Lord. God bless you. It is an honor for me to join you and our host, Brother Emmanuel Barbie. My name is Evangelist Sophie Lamore, and I am from Kingdom Impact Movement, and my local church is Next Dimension Tabernacle and Community Church. My leaders are the Bishop, Dr. Sandy Gorell. And my senior pastor is the Apostle Yvette Hawkins. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you for the host for this uh, invitation um, that I might share a few thoughts with you. Tonight, I really would like to share with you just uh, a thought. And the thought is coming from, from the Bible. It's coming from the Word of God. And Second Corinthians five verse seven, which which says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So I'd like to um, share with you tonight is the idea of recognizing and seeing and knowing that you have unforeseen blessings in the midst of uncertainty. So it's really about the introspect, one's own internal state, one's own you know personal blessings. Guys, I want to encourage somebody tonight to focus on and take on strength to grasp hold of the blessings that they're over your life, even in the midst of uncertainty and chaos. For we are now living in a world where the state of the world is chaotic. I want you to grasp hope that is readily available to you through Jesus Christ, to live a victorious life. A fruitful life, a life outside of fear and anxiety, a joyful and abundant life, even in the midst of crisis. Jesus came so that we may have life, so that we may have life more abundantly, not just in the good times, but especially in the difficult times, in the unprecedented times, and lack, and to meet us at the point of our need. And right now, I don't think that anybody in this world who can say that they don't need Jesus, that they don't need a savior, that they don't need a some kind of help. Hallelujah. I just thank God for this opportunity because right now there are some people who are experiencing fear, and fear is a natural thing. Some might be experiencing even a faith crisis, others identity crisis, 
It is more others experiencing hopelessness, questioning, where is God? Where is God? Others might feel frustrated. Others might be feeling insecure. Others might be struggling financially to make ends meet to survive and experiencing lack. Wherever you may find yourself on the spectrum of life, I've got good news for you. And it is the ability to believe in the good or the bad. It is having faith in one or the other. The word of God describes the ability to believe is to put your trust in, to rely on a belief and faith. And it says faith means that being sure of the things we hope for. And faith also means knowing that something is real even if we do not see it. I've come to remind somebody that your coping mechanism, your healing mechanism, and your salvation mechanism is in Jesus Christ. We have watched the turn of events during this past few months in America. And, 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 and it and trickled down all around the world. We have watched people stock up on necessary basics of life and conformity to legal measures of protection. We have found that People have witnessed, you know, panic buying. I've seen people buy out of panic. And it's undeniable that this worldwide virus has caused the world to take notice and to react. Let me suggest to you that as we react in the natural, there is yet a greater necessary reaction that affects both the spirit and the body. And this is our faith. This is where we put our trust in. Where do we lay hold of our faith. At the end of the day, it is God who gives us wisdom. It is God who gives wisdom to the doctors, to the scientists, to the researchers, and gives them gains on how to approach things. We have to pray them through. We have to pray for the doctors, the scientists. We have to pray for the frontliners, and we have to pray for one another. We must pray for our government. We must pray for our spiritual leaders. We must pray for our pastors, our apostles, our prophets, our evangelists, our teachers of the word, and the world globally. It is our duty to stand in the gap to break through. God is our only help. God is our ultimate source through faith in Jesus Christ. This is the time that our faith is being tried. The very core of what we believe is on trial. This is a time that we must ask ourselves, where is our hope? And what do we hope? Is it medical science? Is medical science alone? Where do we lay our hope? It is also a time for us to strengthen our faith. If we are people of faith, if we have faith in God and a relationship with God, if we depend on God, it's a double-edged sword. Which side of the sword do we find ourselves leading on? Maybe someone is in despair today. Yes, I understand. We've all been impacted one way or the other. I personally have been impacted with family that has gone, that has passed, with friends that have passed, with leaders that, that I know that have passed. I want you to know there's hope in Jesus. His words never change his love never changes. He is the same God that he has always been. Here to comfort, here to heal, 
here to deliver, here to set free, and here to save. Let me suggest to you, you have unforeseen blessings even in the midst of uncertainty. Yes, you may be uncertain about your tomorrow. Yes, you may be uncertain about your health. Yes, you may be uncertain about your job. But there is hope. Faith is the greatest thing that we possess. Healthcare plans, healthcare systems, and people might fail us, but God is faithful to us. Our faith overcomes the world. Our faith in God and Jesus Christ overpowers, controls, and comforts. So whatever it is that is going on, our faith in Jesus has the power to shift it, has the power to change it. I can tell you, oh God, through prayer and the belief and holding on to trust and reliance in God, that even the, in the midst of this crisis, he has shifted some things for me. He has shipped some things for my family. Unforeseen, unforeseen blessings and uncertainty. COVID-19 that hit the world has proven to create a certain level of uncertainty as to who lives and who dies. Who dies in the natural? Who is infected? Even now, we're getting reports of projection that the virus is set to return and will probably return in the fall or in the winter. But there is certainty in Jesus for eternal life with God. And that is a question that when we go on about our lives that we don't often think about. Because everything can be going well and we don't think about that this body that we have is but just an envelope. That there is life even after one passes from this earth to the other side. The question is, what part of the other side will you end up in? Will it be in the side where you will live forever with God in paradise? Or will, or will it be hell? But not only does Jesus give eternal life with God, hallelujah, but he provides healing even in the here and now. There's healing for our souls. There's healing for our bodies. He is the here and now God. He's the now God. Not just the God to come, not just the God of eternity, and eternity, but he is a now deliverer. Deliverance are issues in the here and now. There are countless examples, both in the Bible and even in my own life experiences, that there are unforeseen blessings and uncertainty for the believer. We learn in Hebrews 11 and 6 that faith pleases God, that faith, the trust and reliance and confidence in God pleases God. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Some of us are either encountering or will encounter a faith crisis. We need to remember or to know what to do in the midst of our un unforeseen blessings and, and uncertain times. Jesus told Peter, he said to Peter, Satan desires to sift you as weak. In other words, the enemy of our soul has been looking for some of us for a long time, but cannot find us because we are hidden in Christ. Our faith overcomes the world. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith is one of our greatest weapons. And we know faith comes by hearing the word of God. We get faith and strength and strengthen our faith by standing on the word of God. We stand on God's promises. We stand on God's declaration. We stand on his word. We cannot afford to grow weary now. Jesus himself prayed for us that our faith fails not.
Thank you. 